Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Good evening, everybody. Today is October 8th, 2020. And we're back here with Carrie after kind of a little break. But um, we got some good stuff going on. So, Carrie, um, what have you got for us today? Any stories or lessons or anything? Hey, I got an idea. Unless you have a story you want to tell, why don't we talk about how to take your your court order and the motion to dismiss and how to get them to leave you alone? <clears throat> okay, that's your that was your department. Remember? Um. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's funny. Okay, this this week. This week and last week, we've had about eight, seven or eight people. I'm going to call them people because if I call them something else, you won't believe it anyway. But but we um, they had to go and to go to court on their uh, the IRS is moving in and they're real aggressive right now. They just become really really aggressive. So what they did was they wanted to um, take the guy to court. And, of course, you can't get in the court, so they're having Zoom court. And for those of you that don't know what it is, what it is you know, you probably do. But that's where you get on Zoom. That's a, that's a virtual thing. You look at your screen. Anyway, and this guy was there, and there was two IRS agents, two Treasury agents, two FBI agents, and, and the judge. So on his screen, you know, there, there's like five or six pictures. And then when one talks, it turns blue. And then when he stops the next one talks, it it, it builds the bar around it. And the, anyway, so so what happened was the um, the uh, IRS agent said, "Now what we want to do is we want to the reason you're here is we're, we want to take your house because you owe the IRS back taxes, and uh, we we want to uh, we want our money." And and so so the so the guy says, "Well, huh." I got a court order here saying that you don't have jurisdiction for those years because I never received a notice of deficiency or notice of determination. The IRS agent says, that's not what that says. What it says is um, uh, you, you didn't uh, file your um, lawsuit or your motion with the tax court in the 90 days that's allotted. He said, no, that's not what it says. Let me read it to you. So he he read it, and then um, uh, the IRS agent said, well, that doesn't stop us from collecting what you already owe. Then the judge came up and said, well, wait a minute. Uh, I'm looking at the order right now. He says, just so happens the DOJ attorney that wrote the motion that made the judge for the tax court write this order He's here on the call today. Hey, uh, DOJ attorney, Chad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He says you wrote the order. Would you tell us what it means? The judge says, "Now, let me just explain something to you. I have it right here in front of me. You need to be very careful now because if you're not very careful, um, you, you, you will go to prison for perjury." Oh, and by the way, you wrote it for the commissioner. He said, "I will put a warrant for his arrest." Also, go right Yay. ahead and explain. Go right ahead and explain what you meant. He said, "Well, Your Honor, me and the CID agent, we've been talking. We would like this case dismissed. Would you mind putting a gag order on it?" And the judge says, "I'll be more than glad to." So what the what the order says is this case is dismissed for lack of jurisdiction, and it is sealed for any use. In the future, the only way it can be opened is by this court allowing it to be opened. And that was, and that was, he he was on there three minutes, and he and it's done. The problem they're having now is they cannot use anything from that case. So if they wanted to do something, 
if they want to pursue it, which I don't think they will, they've got a six to ten year run because in order to get to the point that where he is at, there's letters and this letter and that letter and they got to do this and they got to do that and, and all of that starts doing it. So, um, anyways, hold one second. One one thousand. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. There's more to this story. I've heard this before. When you you get them back on. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. My doctor called. Uh, Anyway, does that make sense? No, there's more to this story that you're not saying, or you misquoted it. I know. I know. Then go right ahead and do it for me. You know who it is. Um... Your guy on the um, Cordonar, Hearingonar, he said, um, he asked the IRS agent, by the way, do you have your pocket commission? Right? Right. Yeah. What, what did the IRS agent say? He says, we don't have to show it. So the guy says, well, how do I know you are who you say you are? He said, because I said so. And the judge, that's how it started. The judge says, well, how do I know who you are? If you don't show your pocket commission, we don't know who you are. And then the, that he kind of he kind of was flipping with the judge, and then the judge came down on him pretty darn hard. So to, so to reiterate, what you have in the court order, if you use it proper, is all you need. Now, what we're doing slightly different is um, what we're doing slightly different is we're playing basketball before we go in. No, I'm kidding. What we're doing is get your motion. Get your motion. The motion is about a five-page document. Now, it could be four, could be six, could be three, could be seven. What I'm saying is about a five-page document, and the last page will be a um, – what is that thing, Uh, proof of service, and the page before that will be um, uh, DOJ attorney Billy Bob, and he'll he'll have it signed. And what it does is it says motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction. And in that motion, you will find, might be on page three, might be on page four, they're all the same, but some of the attorneys are trying to be slick to try to get around this because we have absolutely crushed them in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> and I'll tell you how. And I'll tell you how I know here right after this. But what's happening is um, they're, they're they're wording it slightly different. So what we're doing is we're taking the motion, we're calling the court, and we're asking for a certified copy. What that does is that gives you the embossment. I understand it costs about thirty dollars. I'm sorry, that's not my problem. That's what they're doing. Get you a couple of of, of them. Go get them copied at a real nice copier because the embossment will then show up. Then get a certified copy of the motion. I'm sorry, of the order. Then take the motion and highlight the motion where the DOJ attorney has told them what they wanted. Then turn around and highlight the order where it says the same thing. What you'll end up with is a four, five, six, seven, eight-page document that is absolutely devastating because not only does the order say it, but you have it from the DOJ. Then what we're doing is we're highlighting the DOJ's name and signature. They're not wanting to touch this with a 10-foot pole. And let me tell you how I know. Okay, I work during the day. My daughter, my daughter is a school teacher. They're not in school yet. They're doing Skype or they're doing virtual schools. My daughter teaches the third grade. Today, she's teaching the school, and, and the doorbell rings about 20 times. Ding, 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 ding. And, and the guy outside is punching the door with both hands. Pop, 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 pop. So here's what they got. They got a pop, 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 ding, 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 pop, pop, ding, 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 ding. So she's trying to hold her school. And this is going on for about 20 minutes. 
and my dog is just going bananas. My daughter's dog is just, they're, they're attacking the door. And so she's trying to teach class, and she can't. So she goes there and peeks out the window, and there's two people out there. She opens the door, and the one puts his foot inside and says, where's Carrie? She says, oh, I don't know. I have no idea. He's in the house. She said, no, she, no, no, he's not. Where is he? I don't know. He's working. Then they started grilling her. What relation are you to him? What difference does it make? What do you mean? What, anyway, went on and on and on. The one lady says, she says, I'm going to go back. To, I'm teaching school. She says, do you know who we are? She says, I don't care. So they pulled out their pocket commissions and opened them and says, we're the IRS agents. We want to see him and we want to see him now. She says, well, then go find him. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know where he is. And so that tells me that we're getting to him because so, so what happened was they told my daughter, make sure he's here tonight at 5 o'clock because we will be back. Do you understand? So she shut the door locked and went and sat down. Well, at five minutes to five, I went home and was sitting on the porch, kicked back, sitting on the porch, waiting for him to come because we're going to have us some, I guess we're going to have us a blast tonight. The pricks didn't show up. Well, there you go. So I don't know. I, I don't, well, they might. That's okay. You know, they're welcome. They know I live now. I don't think it matters that much because, but, but what it's doing is, like I said, we've had six or eight people that have their Skype, Zoom, uh, virtual, whatever they call it, I guess whatever, have been on there, and the IRS is pushing as hard as they can to take their house, take their car, take their checking account, whatever it is they're trying to take. And with the motion and the, the um, order, we're able, we, so far, we've been able to hold every one of them off, and the judge has ruled in our favor every time. Now, that does not mean he's going to in the future, but they're, they're, they're not having their way as often as they did. So they come by and they bang down the door today looking for me because I don't know what they want. She said they had a document in their hand that was signed, so it's either a, it's either a warrant for my arrest or it's a it's a maybe something else. I don't know. But the bottom line is, we're we're starting to become effective enough that what we're doing is we're putting them. Um, they're they're not liking what's happening. <laughs> now, does anybody have any questions? And it's I'm going to bring up on your no, it's up to you. You have to tell them. We have because I got a couple other things that I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out. It's been a while since I've talked about it, but but if there's nobody has any questions, we'll we'll just they call it, we'll just call it a night. Jay okay, Manimal we'll thirty three has a question. Go okay, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Hi. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Go ahead. I can. Okay. Great. Uh, Carrie, uh, j- just to reiterate real quick, um, I, I did get um, all of my, my process done a while ago. I, I did get the order for dismissal for lack of jurisdiction. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my order, uh, sorry, my motion uh, from the respondent is about eight pages. So you're saying uh, call the United States Tax Court, ask and pay for certified copies of each of those okay. items. Correct. Correct. Now, if it correct. Now, to save you some money, tell them that all you need on the motion is the the signature page have that certified. I don't know if they'll do it. They charge you. They'll charge you a little bit, and then you just get one page and then go get your copies. Now, would do, do you have your order? Uh, I mean, yeah, yes. do you have your yes. order available. Okay. Now, you do not have to read your name. You do not have to read the docket number. Would you read that order for me? And then where it has your name, where it says petitioner, just say me, and where it says respondent, say, um, okay, before we go any farther, I'm going to ask you a question. Who said the IRS does not have jurisdiction? Who said that? Uh, The chief judge, Maurice B. Foley. No, sir. That's wrong. Well, that I did. argument won't fly. No. I did. No. Okay. 
read that now. Let's read your order, and we'll go back and ask the question. I want you to understand. If you can understand what you have, you can use it properly. Oh. Using it, the, oh, using it the way you do. Oh, go ahead. The, well, the IRS is basically saying that they don't no. have jurisdiction. No, no. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop guessing. Please read, read your order. Okay, it's it's this one's a little bit lengthy because they go go through dates, but I'll read the whole thing. Ready? Is that the order yeah. or the motion to dismiss? This is the order. Signed by the okay, judge. Good. This, okay. this is the order. Okay. okay. Go ahead, read it. Uh, on December 20th, 2019, respondent filed in the above Stop. document. Right case. there. Stop. Stop. Right there. Now, read, read it again and stop right after respondent, please. Filed in the above docketed case a motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction. You're not listening. Now, stop. You're not listening to me. Start over. Read it. When you get to respond it, stop, because I'm going to ask you a question. Go ahead. Start over. Okay. On, on December 20th, 2019, respondent. Stop. Now, look at the top yep. of the page and tell me, tell mm. me who the respondent is. Commissioner of Internal Revenue. That's who told you you don't have, they don't have jurisdiction. Now, it, now, I'm going to make a statement. I want you to tell me if it's true or not. The commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service is the janitor. Is that a true statement? No. <laughs> okay, then who is the, who is the, uh, who is the uh, uh, commissioner? I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't look it up, but it doesn't. I, I don't want I don't know. I don't want the name. I don't want a name. Are you asking he's me? He's the boss man. Oh. He's the boss man. Oh. He's the one with okay. the big fuzzies hanging between his legs. He's the president. Yeah. He's the he's the man. He's the top rung on the ladder. He's the boss. Does that make okay. sense? So when the I okay, when the IRS agent says that's not what it says. You know what he's saying? The boss is full of horse shit. That's what he's saying. Now, if we use it properly, it's going to help. Now, does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Okay. So when you go into your motion, the eight pages that you said you had, go through it. You're going to see all of a sudden where it says, respondent moves this court to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction on the grounds. It's going to say exactly yep. the same thing. Okay. So you highlight all of that. Then you okay. highlight the order. See, now then you highlight the order. Now you have the motion and the order. Then you highlight that DOJ attorney. There might be two of them that signed it. Could be a hundred of them. I don't know. Mine had two that signed it. You highlight that. Then when you when you write them a letter or you say say the letter is going to basically say the 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 commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service parentheses the boss. Mm -hmm. Did you tell him what he said? See Exhibit A. A is going to be the motion and the order. Now they coincide. Now I want you to understand this, okay? I make the wickedest, meanest, baddest ham and cheese omelet. No one makes it better. It is the primo, primo. Now, I'm going to make you one, but in order for me to make you one, i got to know how much ham and cheese to put in it. How many eggs do you want me to put in your ham and cheese? So, I mean, how many eggs do you want so I'll know how much ham and cheese to do? Would you, give me, would you just tell me that so I can make you the wickedest ham and cheese omelet? Six. Okay, now I'm using ostrich eggs. One ostrich egg is 11 eggs, so you're telling me out of your mouth that you're going to eat 66 <laughs> eggs. Son of a... Depends do you how. see the problem? That, wait a minute, see what yeah. you just did? Okay, yeah. that's what we're doing with this. Yeah. Now, the, the Judge Foley, the man, the big boy at the court said, 
Bullshit, bud. He didn't say that. He agreed with that. See, so now that I'm going to give you a, an egg omelet that has 66 eggs, you can't eat it. You, I don't care how right. big you are or how big, much food you think you can eat. You cannot eat 66 eggs. You can't. Oh, well, how about this? I'm going to use robin eggs. Six eggs is worth one. So you don't know. In other words, you're answering a question. You had no idea what I was saying, but yet you answered it. That's our problem right there. Does that make sense? Right. Uh, Don't yeah, take it. I'm not chewing your butt. I'm not, I'm not chewing no. you. What I'm saying is what we no, have no, to you. start doing, okay, what we have to start doing is when when we have an IRS issue, blah, 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 blah. See, that's what happens. I understand that. What we have to do is slow down, listen to it, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you ham and cheese. Vomit. How many eggs? Are I want six. Okay, we're gonna use ostrich eggs. That's sixty-six eggs. You're gonna look at me and say, "Well, I meant." Doesn't matter what you meant. You already got it on the record. You've already said it. You've already shot yourself in the foot. Now you have to. Dip, you're gonna have a six-month letter writing campaign to just put the dirt back in the hole you just dug, just to get back right. where you were. See, yep. what I'm trying to say to you is if you go to court and you won't go to court, you're going to have a Skype. If they call you into their office and say, we're going to have a meeting, take your order, take your motion, highlight them both, get you six or seven copies. I'll, I got a package that I put together some, so that you stay focused. I got a couple of questions you ask. And when you walk in there, you walk in there with a smile on your face and say, thank God, thank God, I'm here. See, what we have to do is we have to change the way we're doing business. Does that make sure sense? Yep, absolutely, 100%. Okay, so so what I would do, I, no, let me tell you what I did. I called the court and I ordered four um, um, motions certified. They cost me about 10 bucks a piece, so that was 40 bucks. I ordered nine of the of the other uh, of the um, uh, uh, orders, and when you order a certified copy, it'll come with the judge's red ink signature and an embossment. I don't use them for right. everything, okay? Mm -hmm. I, because I can print it off of the computer. But when I need it, I have it. See, and then I'll go, and then I went to uh, office. I don't know, staples, whatever, and said, I need this page. I don't need the whole thing done. Well, I just took them in there and let them do it so that I had them printed. But if they print it properly, you can take your thumb and put, put, put some ink on it, and the embossment will, 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 will um, what do you call it, will copy really nice. It doesn't copy very well on my uh, printer because it's not really oh, a copy. It's a printer that copies. So I took it to a professional. And they, they did, they, I had more than one, so they rubbed their thumb in some kind of black something, put it on the embossment so that when it came through, it came through. Now, I use that on everything. If I go to court, I take the original that's got the embossment on it. And what we're able to gotcha. do is we got, them, we got them now in a position that they're showing up at my house. Uh, and, 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 and it is what it is, okay? What I'm trying to tell you is we, we've got them now where they don't like what's happening because they're not getting everything that they want. <laughs> yeah. Okay, gotcha. you have another um, question. I, I want to give another person the opportunity to ask a question, but before, I just wanted to put this out there. If you could cover, if it's possible, before the call's over, um, I have a federal lien that's been leaned against, uh, filed against me. If, if you could cover, if there's any way, a process to perhaps get rid of that using the okay. order in the you motion. Don't that's a, you sure can't. There is a way to do it, but you lied to me. That's what you did. But but I'll notice of a lean. Ah, see, see, I'm an asshole when it comes to words. Now, let me tell you <laughs> what you need to do. Okay, okay. Are you in front of a computer? Yes. 
Okay, I'm going to make you look it up so you understand it, and then you'll see it in black and white, and then you'll be able to figure out what you want to do. All right, I want you to go okay. online, and while you're doing it, we're going to go on and ask some of the questions. I don't care if you've done it and who, how many times we've done it. Apparently, we're not doing it enough. Go online and download a 1040 instructions. I don't care what year it is. When you get it downloaded, I'm going to show you what you do and how you do it to break it off in them, okay? So when you get it downloaded, do the PDF, do that, and then, then raise your hand, and, and so we can go over it, and I'll show you exactly what to do. Okay, it's already done, but I'll give every I'll give somebody else the opportunity that's to fine. ask questions. No, yep. that's okay. Okay, okay. Well, then we'll come back to you. Don't let us leave without doing it. Now I'm going to ask uh, okay. a question before. Okay, we got somebody else. Got the hand. That's that's okay. Let me just I'm going to throw out a quick question, and you think about it. The, the, uh, um, all right, let's do the question first because that will be more more more. No, no, no. I, I want to be more. Car more courtesy. That's fine. Seven six zero area code. Go ahead. Hello. Is that me? Yeah. Yes, this is Anna Marie. I have, no, uh, I, have no I have a question. Yes, I have a question. Um, I was um, I I was sued by Fannie Mae attorney. They foreclosed me 2016. And they haven't been able to sell the property because it's still in my name. I filed um, a quick claim deed. So now they're trying to sell it, but they can't sell it because it's still in my name. Now, I was not served. So I had it expressed two weeks ago, and um, I explained to the judge that uh, I couldn't respond to, to the expertise because I have not been served. And um, so he said, how much time do you need? I said, I need 30 days. So now I'm supposed to um, respond by the 13th of this month, which is Tuesday, but still I have not served. Oh, but I forgot to mention, when I explained to the judge that I have not been served, the attorney said that they don't have my address. And, and then I, I, I said, you have my P.O. box, you know, because I, uh, on my previous address, uh, I was foreclosed about a year ago, and I have the uh, forward address to my P.O. box. And this attorney have already sent me letters previously, so he has my, my P.O. box. So when I mentioned to the judge, I said, oh, you have my, my P.O. box previously. And so the judge asked me, can you repeat, Mrs. Evans, can you repeat your um, P.O. box again? And are you okay to be served uh, by the P uh, in your P.O. box? And I said, yes, I will accept the serving on my P.O. box. Today is the 8th, and I still have not been served. And my question to you is, okay. can I file, um, you know, the dismiss, like what you're saying, for lack of jurisdiction since I have not been served? Well, you're asking me a question that's outside of my expertise, but oh, I, see. I would, wait, I would, let me ask you a question. Can you run out in front of a car and not get hurt? I'm sorry, what was your question? I can barely hear you. Can you run out in front of a car and not get hurt? <laughs> well, if I am careful, I wouldn't be hurt. Well, what if the car's not moving? It's parked in my driveway. I run in front of my truck all the time. I don't get hurt. See, <laughs> but you're asking, you're asking me a question that, that's, can you? You can do anything you want to do. If you want to pull your pants on and pee on the driveway, go ahead. I mean, it don't matter to me. What I'm trying to tell you is, yes, I would do that. I would, I would put in a motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction on the grounds I've never been served. What's the worst thing that will happen? They'll take your house. Ma'am, they're taking your house anyway. Well, okay. they already, yeah. But I am not aware of that. I understand The only thing that I'm concerned in, on the um, um, pleadings, he's asking for um, a judgment for like $30,000 because I injured 
um, Fannie Mae from selling the property, but you know, all kind of blah blah blah. So well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Put in a motion for dismissal for lack of jurisdiction, or Johnny hadn't been served. Now you okay. got two. Now they got two issues. You can. They may not be able to sell the house for another five years. So what? We have two houses in Austin that we jacked with like that. That they closed out one of them twelve years ago, and it's still empty. It's in a, the neighborhood is is uh, got all million dollar houses in it, but this one house has no windows in it, no doors, animals running in and out of it. It's still there. We still can't sell the house. If I ain't gonna live in it, neither are they. See, so to answer your question, that's I would. I, you know, I, that's not really my expertise, but I would. Okay, thank you so much for your for your answer. Oh, my, pl- you. my pleasure. That's my pleasure. My pleasure. Okay. Uh, back okay. to now, Jan- gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, go right ahead. Now, I'm going to ask this question. So um, uh, go ahead and bring him on. He's on. Yep. All right. Are you, okay. Do you file a 1040? I do not. I have not since 2008. Okay. Now, let me ask you, now, now, let me ask you a question. Did I ask that? No. Then why would you answer me? Why would you answer that that way? That's you just shot. You're going to now have a, a seven month to put dirt back in the hole you just dug just to get where you were. Does that make sense? Yep. Ask me the same question. So I want to make sure you understand the question. What was the question? Do you file a ten forty? Now let me show. You. Well, let me see. When I was 14 years old, I started. I played on a basketball team. When I turned 15, I tripped and broke my toe, so I wouldn't be, couldn't play the next year. Well, when 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 I was 16, I took my dad's wrench and threw it out of car, and he spanked my ass. Now, does that have anything to do with anything? Not no, not to me. Okay, see what you're doing. Okay, now what's happening is I have now got more information. Okay, why did you not file it now, but you did then? You knew it then. Now you don't know it? See, what you did is you opened yourself up. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay, I'm going to ask you again. Do you file the 1040? No. Okay, now this is the key. I don't care. You have to defend what you said. Why not? Uh, that's a long answer. Okay, now that you, okay, oh really? It's a long answer. Well, then let's start, and I'll, I'll shut you off as soon as I get tired of hearing it. I'm well, trying to teach I mean, you how to, I'm trying, go ahead. Yeah. In in a nutshell, it's it's my understanding. I mean, I'm just gonna cliff. Okay, there you go. Now wait a minute. Stop right there. Stop right there. I don't care about your understanding. They're in life. Now you got a hole that I'm the, okay. Now let me ask a question. Do you understand how a diesel engine is different than a gasoline engine? Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the diesel engine. See, it doesn't matter what you're thought. They're taking it. They're doing something to you. You're not doing it. You don't have a clue. Does that make sense? See, you have to yep. defend. Do you understand? Okay. Okay. I'm going to make a statement right now okay now and you have to defend it are you ready yep okay you're as dumb as a stump now i want you to come back and answer that no i'm not (laughs) okay now ask me now ask me the same question uh that was a statement actually right uh you're as dumb as you're as dumb as a stump. Thank you. What proof do you have that I'm as dumb as a stump? I'm not going to defend it. You made the statement. You prove it. Or that's what oh, we're gotcha. doing wrong. See, we're gotcha. defending. Wait a minute. I'm not as dumb as a stump. That offends me. I don't care if it offends you or not. The answer is, oh, what, do you, what proof do you have that I'm as dumb as a stump? Oh, by the way, what kind of a stump? <laughs> How long is the stump? How big is the stump? See, I'm going to make them defend what they said. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Totally. Now, why? 
Okay, see, this is the problem that me and Pat are having. They, they, get, they get on the, the Skype calls or whatever they are, and the judge will say, did you, well, did you file a tin party? No, uh, I didn't, but I did. I did in 2000, but I don't know. And, and, and so I, I don't think I have to because there's no law that says I have to, and the, and the 1040 hasn't been enacted in the positive law. So now I've got two hours of arguing with you. The judge will say, well, <laughs> sorry, but if you don't file one by tomorrow, we're taking your house, your children, and your car. We want to say, them pricks, those judges are corrupt. We're making them corrupt. See what I'm saying? Yep. Okay, I want you to, nothing's off the table. Ask me any question you want. I don't care what it is, and I'm going to show you how to answer it. What kind of ham do you put in your ham and cheese omelets? Okay, thank you for asking. What proof do you have that I put ham in it? Okay, Your Honor, I want that man. I want that man's question taken away from this question on the grounds he's so fucking stupid. He don't have enough sense. Okay. Ask yeah. me another question. Go ahead. Now ask me another question. Go ahead. This is fun. Go ahead and ask me another question. <laughs> uh, why do you put uh, high octane gasoline in your car? Thank you for asking. How do you? What proof do you have that I put high octane gasoline in my car? I'm not going to. I'm not going to stand here. Well, I don't. I put diesel fuel because I drive a a, a, a diesel. I'm not going to say that. What proof do you have that I put high octane gas in my car? Okay, Your Honor, uh, I think he asked a question. I want that question struck in from the record on the grounds. It's irrelevant. He doesn't even know how to ask the question. I never stop. I push constantly. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Okay, now, why do they call the, the tax return a 1040? Tell me that now. Why do they call it a 1040? If we can get some of these things out in the open, maybe we can help you understand what's going on. So why is the tax return called the 1040? Um, I, I do okay, not why know. Is it, okay, why isn't, it called, why, why isn't it called a 1039 or a 1086 or a 940 or a 929? Why is it called the 1040? I never, I don't know. It's a good question. Okay, then why is the tax returns due? The year ends December 31st, except for this year because of COVID. Why is it due April 15th? Why isn't it due on March the 3rd? Why not April the 30th? Why not April the 1st? Why not June the 9th? Why does that happen? Don't you want to know these things so we have something to base our argument on? Makes sense, yeah. Okay, then tell me what it is since it makes so much sense. It makes no sense to me, but why, since it makes so much sense to you, will you tell us what it is, sorry, will you? No, it makes sense to see? me that it's... <laughs> see, I got you. See, see what I'm saying? You see, you're exposing yourself. Okay, the reason they call it a 1040, when Abraham Lincoln borrowed money to fight the Civil War, he had 10-year bonds and 40-year bonds. Now, when you fill out a 1040, you're paying back the Civil War uh, debt. To me, that doesn't make any sense. Why would we do that? Number two, why is it due April 15th? Abraham Lincoln was shot April 14th and died April 15th. That's just a coincidence. That's just a coincidence. Would you say that's a coincidence? Well, it sounds a little sketchy. Really? Look it up on the internet. Look it up on the internet. Another ISIS. Sketchy... Just well, another ISIS no, incident. I, <laughs> no, I, I, I knew that April 15th, or I heard the April 15th date had something to do with Lincoln. I was going to say that earlier, but I, I didn't see it was relevant. But now that doesn't really make any difference, but it's just that right. I, I like this. Is, I eat this crap up, okay? I like French fries. 
So this is my French fry. What I'm saying is, now that I know that, why? Did you follow 1040? No. Why? Well, <laughs> well, the guy that looked up, he, the guy that has the, the 1040 instructions, are you back with us? Hit star two so you can raise your hand and we can get put John. Because I'm going to show, I'm gonna show you. That's me. Okay. Same one. That's me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I want you to go to page 100, and I'm going to have you read why you don't file the 1040. I'm going to show it to you in black and white what the IRS says about the 1040. Okay. Uh, let's see. Page 100. I am there. Okay. At the very top of the page, what's what's the heading on it? Uh, Disclosure Privacy Act and Paperwork Reduction Act Notice. Okay. Now, go to the left column. There's three columns. Go to the left column. Come down to the third paragraph. Start reading it. Read it slow so you can comprehend it, and I can stop you so we can define what they're saying. Then you'll understand why I'm asking these questions. Okay, go ahead. Third paragraph on the left, you said? Yes, sir. Okay. Our legal right to ask for information. Stop. Hold on. Hold on. Who's our? Uh, at this point, I would assert that would be the Internal Revenue Service. Okay. You would probably be right. So why don't you read it that way? The IRS's legal right. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, what state are you in so I can, so I can, so I can uh, know where you're at? I don't care. I don't want to know your name or phone number, but what state do you, are you, are you, do, you, do you live in? Rhode Island. Okay. When you, I want you to come to, from Rhode Island. I live in the Dallas area. I need you to come here. I'm going to pay you to come here. I want you to stop in Chicago. I'm going to give you the address that's already paid for. I got 650 pages of child pornography waiting on me. Would you pick it up and bring it to me if I give you the money to do it? Absolutely not. Why is that? Why won't you? Uh, that's I got. That's just wrong, dude. <laughs> That's, okay, that's, wait a minute. Oh, it's wrong? Wait a minute. It's wrong? Then why is it out there? Why do people buy it? So yeah, I don't care yeah. what you think. I don't just care. Just answer the question. Just why, answer it. It's fine. Why won't you do it? Just answer the question. If you don't want to answer it, I'll answer it for you, okay? I, I, I just, that's disgusting. It's I mean, illegal. It's illegal. You get, it's illegal. If you don't okay. come over with 600. Okay, now read that sentence again. The IRS is legal right. What's the opposite of legal? Illegal. So if the IRS asks you to do something that's not legal, they're asking you to stop and pick up child pornography, put it in your car, and bring it to them. Wouldn't that be a true story? Uh I'm sorry, that went over my head. I've, I'm not getting the correlation. Okay, if, uh, Ill maybe okay. illegal. Okay, illegal is illegal is illegal. If child pornography sure. is illegal and the IRS told right. you to do something that was illegal, wouldn't it be the same as them telling you to pick up child pornography? Illegal is illegal. Yeah, I mean, yes. Okay, is child, is, is, child pornography, is, is child pornography illegal? Yes. Okay, so if the IRS asks you something that's not legal, wouldn't that be asking you to pick up child pornography? I want you to understand how strong this argument is. Okay, let's forget it. Leave Rhode Island, drive here, and stop in Chicago, pick me up 40 pounds of cocaine. Would you do that? No. Why? Well, besides the fact it's illegal, I don't do drugs, and that's I don't crazy. care about. I don't care what. I don't care about your morality, because we're okay. not fighting. We're not. We're fighting law. See, our legal uh, right. So, if in other words, if I tell you to pick up cocaine, you're going to say no. Why? Because it's illegal. If the IRS tells you to do something that's not legal, they're telling you to pick up. They're telling you to pick up cocaine. Now, let's finish that sentence, and I will stop you again to show you how powerful this argument is. Go ahead and read the rest of it. 
Okay. Uh, I'm just going to start from the beginning, okay? Please do. Please do. Okay. Our legal right to ask for oh, information. Oh, sir, start over. Start over. You just told me who our was. Let's make it. Let's make it real. Okay. IRS's legal right to ask for information is Internal Re- Revenue Code sections 6001, 6011, and 6012A, and their regulations. They say you must file uh, a wait, return. Hold on, hold on. Who's they? The IRS. No, sir. Back up and read it again. Read it slow and, and, and read it again. I want you to understand. Read it again now, if you don't mind. Our legal right, the IRS's okay. legal right to ask. There you go. The IRS's go legal right to ask for information is Internal Revenue Code Section 6001, 6011, and 6012A, and their regulations. They say that you must file a return for a statement. Gotcha. Okay. Who's they? The codes. Ah, 6001, 6011, 6012A, and the regulations says. Let's see what they say. Go ahead that you must file a return or statement with us Stop. for any tax. Stop. Why can't you listen, dude? Uh, maybe there's a delay. You. No, there's no delay. Now, here's what it says. Our legal right. The IRS's legal right. That means they have, there's got to be an illegal right. So, all right, so the IRS's legal right to ask for information is 6001, 6011, 6012A and the regulation. Those regulations say you must file a return or statement. Now, did it say a 1040? No. Okay, do you file a 1040? No, why? Because under the Paper Reduction Act, Privacy Act notice, it forbids me from it. It says I have to file a return or statement. I chose to choose the statement as your publication stated. Doesn't that make sense? I don't have to defend nothing now, do I? Yeah, that's I like it. Okay. Now I'm gonna t- now I'm gonna make a story for you. You have to file the ten forty form on the grounds of sixty nine oh one B one C. Tell me what I just did. Uh you gave me an you gave me an ultimatum. No, sir. No, sir. Six, okay, you must file the ten forty under sixty nine oh one. What did I just do? Read the sentence again, guy. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, code section sixty. You're talking about sixty one oh nine. I don't care what it says. It makes no difference. I'm making a story. You got to file a 1040. You said you don't file one because I'm saying under 6901 you have to. What did I just do? Our legal right is 6001, 6011, 6012A. You have to file a 1040 because of 6901. What did I just do? You just did something illegal. You broke the law. Ah, duh. So I just told you to buy child pornography. I just told you to buy cocaine. The reason I don't file a 1040 because under the Paper Reduction Act, Privacy Act notice, your publication forbids me from filing a 1040. It says I got to file a return. I don't know what return, so I know what a statement is, and I do the statement. Now, does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Okay. Now, it doesn't matter. Well, that ain't what it means. Oh. then So, in other words, you're putting that in the paperwork, and you're mailing it, so wouldn't that be mail fraud? See, I can now talk about mail fraud. They're talking about filing a 1040. 
I don't file a 1040. Why? Because their Paper Reduction Act, their Privacy Act notice under 6001, 6011, and 6012A, their legal right says I have to file a return. Then here's a, re- a return is a 941, a 940, 943, a CT1, a 2291, a 1041, an OID. Those are all returns. So which one do you file? Oh, I file a... a, a uh, 15 or whatever minutes. Um, (laughs) It's great stuff. No, it's awesome. It's good stuff. Um, I want to give somebody else a chance to ask or whatever. Um, If I did, did want to touch on the lean thing, if that's something we could talk on. All right. Uh, That's okay. Let me, let me touch on it real quick for you. Write this down. One, two, two, seven, seven. A 12277 is the IRS form to release the lien. You fill it out, mail it to them. They're going to come back and they're going to say to you, you don't qualify because of 6332J. Tell me what he just did. Committed a crime. There you go. Then you write back, you little prick, you broke the law, you little prick. You want to take it now or you want see? Now you've got something to base something on. Does that make sense? Because they yeah. always, 100% of the time, say you don't qualify because of 6332J. Well, if 6332J is illegal, huh, well, here, let me go ahead and just send you some, uh, 600 pages of child pornography. Stick that up your butt and, and smoke it. See, they're telling you to do something illegal. Why? Because they've already done it. They have to cover their illegal nuts with something even more illegal. See, under the Paper Reduction Act, Privacy Act notice, you can't ask that. It's past your ability. It's illegal. I'm giving you another opportunity to release it. See, you got something to base it on, don't you? Doesn't see? I like to fight from a positive position. I like to fight from a a a uh, offensive position. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool beans. Cool, cool beans. All right, cool. I'll let somebody else ask their questions and I'll listen in. Thank you All for right. calling tonight, by the way. Thank you. Okay, so, so, Carrie, before we started with questions, you were going to go into something. You said, I'm going to talk about something, and then you said, let's take questions. Do you remember what that was? I don't remember that. I think I told you before we started. I think I told you before we started. Okay. Well, was it's been it about rev? an hour anyway. Go ahead. Was it about the rev? The who? The R O E. No, but we can talk about that. Well, if you guys want to. 
So if you want to legally unvolunteer from the income tax, the folks that put together Title 26 are so gracious to allow you a way to legally unvolunteer from the income tax. Talk about that. Okay. Because we're because we're not a constitutional court anymore, we're a statutory court. So anytime you go into a statutory court and you say, I'm here by special appearance, you just cut your own uh, throat. So they have to give you a, um, a back door. They don't have an option. So they have what they call a revocation of election. A revocation is I'm, I'm exiting out. Most of us, not all of us, but most of us got our Social Security number when we were babies and, and it was given to us. Most of us got a birth certificate given to us that we didn't ask for. It. So that what they did is they took your, uh, the Federal Reserve came in, and when the Federal Reserve came in, unless you were born pre-1913, this was true. But most everybody today that was born in 1913 or back, they're dead anyways. But what happened was, you are now the surety of the government. So that's why they have to be taxed because of the double book entry. Every dollar that's in, that's in circulation is borrowed money. Therefore, if you have a million-dollar economy and you put $5 million into it, the money becomes worthless. So they have to tax it out. But, given a, but that, would, that would destroy most people. So they've given us an option called the revocation of election. If you go to Title 26, 60, 13, and read it slow and kind of understand under subpart G and H, it will explain it more in detail. What that does is you are now, because I'm an I'm a, I'm age of majority, I'm no longer a child. I can make my own decisions. I had a bad decision made for me before I was born. Even the government can't force you into a contract if you're under the age of majority. Most of us were under the age of majority when we got our, when we got, when we were, when we volunteered to go into the tax system. This is a way to unvolunteer. If you're interested in that, text TAD, and, and I put together a revocation, and what it does is it takes you out of the tax system. Once you file it, it will take care of this year forward forever. Never be, and, you can never be charged. What? And by the way, if you right, file right. this revocation, and then they come back next year and say, oh, golly, well, we haven't received your uh, 2020 filing. All you do is take your revocation, stamp statement on the top, send it back into them and say, have a nice day. Okay. So... If you're right. interested in anything, yeah, well, you can do that or you can do your 288C letter. Um, but some people don't always get it right away. So, yeah, you could stamp it and send it in and say, this is my statement. So what we have to, so what we're doing is, is we're offering that, but, but, but that's not free because it, it's taken me about 15 years to put it together and, and put it together right so that it works. If you're interested in it, get a hold of Tad. He'll go over with you. Does anybody do. have any questions? Hit star two on your phone if you have any questions. If not, we're going to end the call. Star two. Chirp, chirp, star two. I think it sounds like this. <laughs> I raised my own hand. All right. All right. All right, nobody's got any questions. Oh, hold on. Hail Mary's got a question. All right. Hello, darling hey, and darling. darling. I just want to thank you. <laughs> I just want to thank you both for having such a great show tonight, and it was quite entertaining and very educational. So thank you, and many blessings to both of you. Thank you, Mary. Okay, thank you. Hey, Mary. You're welcome. Mary. What? Who's quite contrary? What? <laughs> nothing, nothing. 
You're on fire tonight, Mr. Carey. I know, and I, I, I had a really I had a really fun day today, but the IRS wouldn't come back tonight, so they'll probably come see me tomorrow. We'll have a <laughs> we'll have a knockdown we'll have, we'll have a knockdown drag out tomorrow, I guess. I think they're gonna tell me to stop calling this call because we're 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 hurting them pretty bad. Anyway, Aww. thank you for calling it, and thank you for your question or your uh, uh, being here. Awesome, Blossom. Right, Be well. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.